the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Announcer, I have an amendment at the desk. Don't bother having the clerk read it. I'll fill everybody in. From the Southwestern Liberty University Studios, it's big-bellied, two-fisted, recovering Congressman J.D. Hayworth. Brother Todd, in his infinite wisdom and uh, just charitable good works, said, you know what, i got to take some time off, and it's it's been a while since uh, we let J.D. <laughs> behind the mic and so what a wonderful early christmas gift todd thanks brother and for you wherever you are whatever you're doing there is always plenty to talk about number to call 844-747-8868 as it's jd for todd here on the award-winning exceptionally grand Todd Starnes radio program. Now, big headline this morning, big to do over at the White House. Joe Biden letting us know that WNBA star Brittany Griner is out of the Russian slammer. Later this hour, I will tell you why when this news came down, As grateful as I am that an American has been released by Putin and his gang of thugs, why I had a flashback to another similar exchange back when old Joe Biden was number two to one Barack Obama. That's later this hour. But as we continue to take a look Postmortems on elections, including what went down in Georgia uh, the night that the lights went out for the uh, guts-up conservative who hoped to serve in the Senate, albeit narrowly, elections have consequences. And boy, talk about flashbacks. I remember after I after I after I finished second uh, in the midterms of 2006. Well, I happened to be out shopping about this time of year, and I was in a store, and a lady came up to me and said, 
Congressman, I didn't vote for you this time. I didn't like the way you ran your campaign. And I said, well, that's interesting. I, I really wasn't in the mood, but I, you you, you got to be nice to people. After all, they, they gave you the chance to serve, even if they decided to make another choice. And that's the essence of our system. I said, well, ma'am, thanks. Uh, just what exactly about the campaign uh, and my conduct in the campaign upset you? Well, it's just everything. Just everything. I, I can't give you a specific example. I said, okay, now, now you understand that in voting for my opponent, you're going to get socialized medicine, and you're going to get Cook County, uh, Illinois, writ large one day across America because you're basically opening the gates for the left. Uh, this is just a prelude, and you may think the presidency will, will stop it, but regardless of who wins in 2008, You've started down the road, and you have your right to the vote, and I just want you to know, good luck with that, but I think in a few years' time, you're going to say, well, maybe I should have rethought that, because an election is not like reviewing a movie. Or a TV show. Now, now, granted, certain elements in the press always want to do a kind of horse race, or worse, they step in as advocates for one side or the other. But again, especially all the suburbanites and all the faux sophisticates in and around Atlanta, I just want you to hear I just want you to hear what you're what you're getting. This particular cut is from MSNBC, which of course stands for Make Up Stuff and Never Believe Conservatives. It is Joanne Reed sitting with incumbent and now reelected Democrat Senator Raphael Warnock. A couple of uh, nights before the campaign, they're doing a love fest out at some tavern. I'm assuming it was in Hotlanta. And it's very interesting. If, if we want to take the morally and emotionally neutral, we would point out, and maybe you remember this at school, the cognitive tests where there's a picture in front of you, and the question is, what do you see? A goblet? or two profiles looking at each other. Remember that thing? Well, part of politics is cognition and recognition. And it's interesting because the question of abortion comes up, and there sits Senator Warnock with Joanne Reed from MSNBC, and wouldn't you know, the focus of those two is not... The, the genocide against uh, the, the black babies in the United States, and take a look at the birth rates. No, no, it becomes women's health. And I want you to listen, and, and the, the statistics ahead of time just set up their theological certainties. And this is what Georgia can look forward to for six more years. Take a listen to Cut 10. 
Black women are dying three to four times the rate of, of white women in childbirth as a result of childbirth. And so if you care about life, we ought to find a way. That's a place where government could show up yeah. and address the obvious bias in our health care system. It, it's what Jesus would do. It, I think it's exactly what Jesus uh, would do. Isn't that something? Isn't that great? The noted theologian, Joy Ann Reed, tells us what Jesus would do, and uh, pastor turned senator, Raphael Warnock, with kind of a curious resume for a man of the cloth, says it's absolutely what Jesus would do. Now, mentioning the name Abraham Lincoln... I don't think is anathema anymore uh, in and around Atlanta, GA. All I recall is the story of Lincoln and his cabinet, and I believe the assembled military leadership at one point in the Civil War. And the question came up, Mr. President, do you think God is on our side? And Lincoln responded, no, no, no. The real question is, are we on God's side? I doubt that's occurred to Joanne Reed, and perhaps for Reverend-turned-Senator Warnock, well, maybe he's pondered it, but he's redefine that. So that's just a slice of what Georgia can look forward to in the next six years. Now, now coming up, also a couple of things very important. Elections beget other elections. A race for the chairmanship of the Republican National Committee and... Another subject for our discussion today, the race for House leadership, the happy chore of an incoming majority picking the next speaker. What happens there? When we come back, the incumbent chairwoman of the Republican National Committee uh, piles on against conservatives, interesting way to keep the job, and then the predictable cacophony of the left and just what they have planned and what they're more to have more than happy to say, even given the aura of tolerance that supposedly is their hallmark. <clears throat> yeah, right. 844-747-8868. It's recovering Congressman J.D. Hayworth in for Todd Starnes on the eponymously named Todd Starnes Show. The Biden administration has caused a financial crisis, and they don't have a clue how to fix it, folks. Our economy is in trouble, and you need to take steps to protect yourself. 
Now, if all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you're vulnerable. Gold is one of the best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your gold. It's real, it's physical, and it's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold. They can help you roll your retirement account into a gold-backed IRA where you still own the physical gold. They can also ship gold and precious metals safely and securely to your house. Did you know a million dollars worth of gold can fit in a shoebox? Call Legacy at 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. Four four seven four seven eight eight six eight. The number to call on the eponymously named Todd Starn Show. The amendment today, J.D. Hayworth for Todd on Todd's show. If you want the supplement, now look, given the fact that radio is highly mobile and agile, you may be in the car. Please, as a public service, keep your eyes on the road, your hands firmly attached to the wheel at 10 and 2 o'clock. But if you're home and you want to supplement your audio experience, might I suggest ToddStarns.com. Among the stories you will find there, something I mentioned as we opened the program, Biden Exchange's Merchant of Death For WNBA star who hates National Anthem, you might say, now wait a minute, that's an exaggeration. Well, I'll explain later this hour why Brittany Griner, um, that action about the National Anthem really grinds at basketball fans who would like to like her. The big news is she's out. The question is, will she start standing for the National Anthem? One other story that caught my eye, as a, as a broadcaster and a historian, maybe you've seen it up if you've gone to the website, again, toddstarns.com. Political obituary. Fox News abandons Trump. Now, granted, Fox hasn't said that. But when I saw that headline at toddstarns.com, I, I thought about just a curious occurrence in American television and American politics. I think the year was 1962, and one of the Alphabet Networks ran a special entitled The Political Obituary of Richard M. Nixon. Of course, in 1968, Richard Nixon was elected President of the United States. So the thing about politics is never say never about anyone. And here we are being treated to a smaller election. Actually, check that, two smaller elections. Uh, The happy goal of Republicans reorganizing the House of Representatives as the new majority that will take office the first week in January. But even before that, 
the notion of who is going to be the chairman of the Republican National Committee. The job currently belongs to Ronna Romney McDaniel. The chairman is out there trying to cast this aura of inevitability and invincibility. She's got a hundred plus votes lined up if you hear her say it. But funny things happen when uh, people think they have that kind of vote total. I can get into that a little bit later. My purpose now is to point out the disingenuous nature of rhetoric. Uh, When someone says to you, now, don't take this personally, what does that ensure? Yep, you're going to take it personally. And so when Rona Romney McDaniel, a couple of mornings ago on the Fox News channel, boy, it makes my voice crack because uh, the way she says, hey, look, I'm I'm not going to candidate bash. And then she starts to bash Republican nominees. Hear it for yourself. Cut one. And I know all the candidates and I'm not going to candidate bash. This is about moving forward. But I will say this. The amount of ticket splitting we've seen in this election, where one candidate won statewide, New Hampshire, Wisconsin, Arizona, Georgia. Why did you vote for this Republican and not the other? Because in every single battleground state, a Republican won, and the RNC turned out the vote. But why did they vote for one and not the other? And that's the sweet spot. And Republicans not voting for Republicans is a key issue. We we saw in Arizona with Carrie Lake, and we're seeing it in Georgia right now with those Kemp voters that didn't vote for Herschel. Oh, there it is, slamming my home state of Arizona, where the election process in Maricopa County, the two guys in charge, I've nicknamed Mutt and Jeff. We can get into all that later, but I want to stick with Herschel for a second. Why did all those Georgia Republicans not vote for Herschel? Well, in the case of Georgia's lieutenant governor, He's taken a page out of the vainglorious preening and posturing and thinking that somehow the future is not the bright color of conservatism, but the pale pastel always peddled by pollsters and consultants. And I know I've been there. And representing Scottsdale, Arizona, where there are lots of guts-up conservatives, the national consultants always go, oh, you got to be so careful around uh, suburban women. Got to be so careful. So Georgia's Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, he's taking that advice. He's the militant moderate among Republicans. And he shows up a curious venue on CNN where he says he goes in to vote runoff day and he stands there and stands there and stands there and just cannot bring himself to vote for Herschel. Yes, Jeff, you certainly have distinguished yourself. So glad next hour, Congressman Barry Loudermilk, who represents Northwest Georgia, the 11th district of memory serves, who was out campaigning with Herschel, So glad that he will join us, and it's not, now look, let me just put this to rest. It's not the notion of, hey, let's you and him fight, 
But it'll be interesting to get Congressman Loudermilk's take, since, after all, he's a constitutional conservative. But you see, when, uh, when Jeff Duncan did his thing, it clears the way for CNN's resident leftist to really take off on Herschel Walker. And when we come back, you will again hear an example of a tolerant leftist basically bashing a candidate of color because the candidate was a conservative. I'm Grace Baker with the Todd Starn Show, and folks, I've got a story to tell you. You know how much I love Merlo and how I want her to be around for a very long time. So Todd Starnes recommended I start giving her pomade supplements. I already have started seeing her happier even during cloudy days, and it's made a world of difference in her overall well-being. So why does Grace need to supplement Merlo's diet? Well, because they do the same thing to pet food that they do to most human food these days. They strip it of all the vitamins, minerals, nutrients that your dog needs to be healthy. Imagine your pet suffering because of a poor diet, being unable to tell you. Well, I know you want to avoid that, so I want to tell you about Longevity Formula from Pawmade. It's an all-natural health supplement for dogs made with 23 dog-friendly superfoods to keep your pup healthy and strong. Veterinarian-approved Longevity Formula boosts nutrient intake, protects against toxins, and guards against premature aging. And that's important because aside from poor diet, toxins like pesticides, mold, and air pollution, they can all harm your pup's health. But Longevity Formula contains special toxin-fighting nutrients to protect your dog so they can live a long, happy life by your side. These include premium-quality superfoods like organic mushrooms, kelp, goji berry, and two kinds of probiotics, and many more. Right now, there's a limited-time offer exclusively for our listeners. For every purchase of Longevity Formula, you'll receive a free bottle of Palmade's Hip and Joint Formula. To claim your offer, go to palmade.com slash Todd or call toll-free 833-PAWMADE. That's P-A-W-M-A-D-E dot com slash Todd or call 833-PAWMADE. The Todd Starn Show continues with special guest host, legend in his own mind, and former United States Congressman J.D. Hayworth of Arizona, here with you. <laughs> uh, next hour, Congressman Barry Loudermilk, representing the 11th District of Georgia, one of the guts-up constitutional conservatives from the northwestern part of the Peach State can evaluate for us the situation which is, well, less than peachy keen, not only in Georgia, but um, in the United States Senate. Now, before the break, I let you know my extreme dissatisfaction with Georgia Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan. And look, in, in much the same way that I offered those superlatives, partly in jest, uh, about my status as a special guest host. Let, let me just pull back the curtain for you. I don't care what political party, Republican, Democrat, Independent, Libertarian, Vegetarian, nobody involved in running for public office uh, lacks great self-esteem. That's the most diplomatic way I can put it. 
And what can we say about Georgia Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan showing up on CNN the other day on Election Day? Well, I went in there and I closed the curtain and I stood and I thought. And I thought and I stood. But I didn't vote. Herschel Walker's a horrible candidate. You know, why couldn't you take a page out of Governor Kemp's book? Lieutenant Governor, or Lieutenant, technically that's how you're supposed to address a Lieutenant Governor. Lieutenant Duncan, why couldn't you just take a page out of uh, your immediate supervisor's book? The governor was out there trying to get things done. The governor looked past a whole lot of disagreements with a whole lot of folks. But not the lieutenant governor, and oh, what what that unleashed. Not that the folks on CNN really care much what conservatives think, (laughs) but there is their leading lefty. Van Jones was such a doctrinaire leftist that Barack Obama actually pulled the nomination of Van Jones for a government job that needed Senate confirmation. But Van Jones, uh, after hearing Lieutenant Governor and ostensibly Republican, quote, conservative, Jeff Duncan, well, on election night, there was old Van Jones uh, just following the unlikely lead of Lieutenant Governor Duncan. And I want you to listen to what Van Jones says. And again, remind yourself that these folks on the left and these supposed moderate suburban Republicans are so tolerant. So tolerant. Take a listen to Cut 2. Herschel Walker used to mean inspiration. Now it means insult. He's an insult to the black community. And what you may see tonight is people coming out not just to vote uh, in favor of a senator that they love, but just to vote against Donald Trump picking somebody like this and throwing this person at the voters in Georgia. Like, well, you'll just pick anybody who's black. His judgment, Trump's judgment uh, tonight is going to be, I think, called into question by a lot of people. Well, 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 wait a minute now, Van. A senator loved by the people, hey, yeah, Raphael Warnock won, <laughs> but like by a percentage point. Herschel was right there behind him. Heck, they had to have a runoff because neither candidate got 50% in the general election in November. So you may love Raphael Warnock. Leftists may love Raphael Warnock. But how dare you call a man who not only a great athlete, an entrepreneur, and someone who was willing to stand up and be counted, how dare you say he went from inspiration to insult? So there's the obligatory dismissal of the candidate who finished second. And uh, I've been there, and a whole lot of people have done that to me. Even though lifetime six and two, not a bad record, but it's not a game. 
And people are out. People have asked me, am I ever going to write a sequel to my book, Whatever It Takes, about the border? And if time permits, we'll get into the whole border thing today. Probably going to save that for tomorrow, given the, uh, the great agenda of guests and the, uh, the current events that are out there. Uh, but I will tell you, yeah, I am thinking about writing another book, a memoir of time in public service, and I'll probably title it Just Like the Mob, Only Legal. So there's Van Jones. Oh, it's Donald Trump. Donald Trump's to blame. He's the guy who got Herschel Walker the nomination. And so that whole thing, that whole Trump dynamic is going to be called into question by a lot of people. Among that lot of people, you can find uh, one of my long, tall, former colleagues. Yes, that would be South Dakota Republican John Thune. Now, I remember the day, gosh, was it way back, circa 1998, maybe earlier, maybe 97, when, uh, when John Thune came to my congressional office all eager to run for the House from South Dakota. Had a great chat. He was coming in to be a guts-up conservative. That was then. This is now. Was Donald Trump a problem this year? Well, I mean, he was very active, of course, in the primaries. And, um, you know, and then even in the general election, because he was a presence out there, I think, in an election year when it should have been a referendum on the current administration and their policies, uh, the Democrats in many cases were able to kind of turn it into a choice election because of, of uh, Trump's presence out there. So, uh, you know, was he a factor? Um, I don't think there's any question about that because a lot of the candidates that had problems in these elections were um, running on the 2020 election being stolen. And I don't think independent voters were having it. Well, uh, hey, hey, John, you want to come out to Arizona? Uh, I'll show you a place where it looks like a whole nother election's been stolen, pal. But I know that gets in the way of the narrative. And again, independents, they got their own thing going. I, I just got a simple question. Do, do you agree with what, as I used to call him, what Thuni has to say? 844-747-8868, the number to call. Now look. And, of course, there was Manu Raju from CNN asking it, uh, was Donald Trump a problem? Setting that thing up on a tee because the folks in D.C. around the swamp, both inside government and out, got it out for Donald Trump. Again, just to understand, uh, John Thune, like a lot of guys that go to the Senate, and, and I'm raising my hand because I just got to tell you, from my campaign for the Senate in 2010, where I was running against uh, the 2008 presidential nominee of my party, who somehow just, rest his soul, he didn't seem to be all that concerned about the border. I had a standing order with my staff, had I succeeded, or even on the campaign trail, I told my staff, if I ever started to sound like the bunch who had been in the Senate too long and start all that imperious Senate talk, they were to come up behind me and give me a good, swift kick. Looks like old Thune, John Thune, has remained kick-free. Now understand this. John Thune is the House Republican whip. 
So he's part of the leadership. He's part of Mitch McConnell's mafia. And just remember this about uh, Leader McConnell. Oh, Mitch, he wrote this book years ago called The Long View. Got to take the long view. And yeah, the long view worked on the Supreme Court, but don't think the three, quote, conservatives are always going to be conservative. But okay, Supreme Court, fine, that's the long view. But for some reason, the long view with Mitch, when it comes to questions of spending, the long view is always shelved. And so you, you get a situation where, and you remember this? Old Mitch and Lion Paul Ryan, my former colleague on the Ways and Means Committee and now former speaker on the board of Fox News these days. If you wonder why you don't see me there anymore, I got more than a sneaking suspicion. Anyway, Lion Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell we just got to go along with this omnibus spending. We, we got to go along with continuing resolution. We, we got to spend more money. We'll fight them later. Donald Trump listened to that advice. Now, when we come back, a thought about the upcoming leadership election in the House of Representatives, and one promising sign of a real reform that I hope is not talk. That, plus this prisoner exchange, the merchant of death for the WNBA superstar, what that portends and what it reminds me of. That's coming up, plus your calls at 844-747-8868. J.D. Hayworth for Todd Starnes on the Todd Starn Show. MyPillow is excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock just in time for the holidays. Last Christmas, you made our slippers the number one selling MyPillow product, and now they've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, and even wider sizes in all new colors. What makes My Slippers different is the exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra-comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet from all the running around this holiday. You can wear them anytime, anywhere, and save $90 off with promo code STARNS. That's only $49.98 a pair. You'll absolutely love my slippers, and now they're extending their 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2023, making them the best Christmas gift ever. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code STARNS, or call 1-800-839-8506, promo code STARNS, to save $90 on the original My Slippers. That's only $49.98 a pair. J.D. Hayworth for Todd Starnes on the Todd Starnes Show. Number to call 844-747-8868. Next hour, the good congressman, Barry Loudermilk, who represents the 11th District in Georgia. Lots going on in the House today. The vote on the defense appropriation. Usually some games are played with that. Hopefully one good thing can be done. And that is to get rid of the VAX mandate for our men and women in uniform and keep 
our volunteer force, volunteer with guts-up Americans who care about the country. And also, of course, the ongoing speculation about the future of House Republican leadership. Now, before the break, we heard from one-time House member John Thune, and we had, it, we, we had ample evidence of old Thuney going big-time Senate, part of the Mitch McConnell mafia, part of the Republican leadership, and uh, out to, um, in circumlocutious fashion, to say bad things about Donald Trump. And there is a temptation, especially with the frustration of so many races not going the way Republicans wanted to see, there, there's that problem of a situation where we fail to focus on something mighty important, and that is Republicans are retaking the majority in the House of Representatives. Steve Scalise is currently the Republican whip. The gentleman from Louisiana, though some say, hey, you know, maybe we ought to use him as a candidate for speaker. And to be fair, uh, my old Arizona pal Andy Biggs has stood in the way of Kevin McCarthy. But again, the, the guy with the, the whole notion of inevitability, invincibility is out there. We'll see about McCarthy and the speakership. Some else to ask Barry Loudermilk about next hour. But right now, I want you to listen to Steve Scalise. He's talking about a Republican-led House actually returning to the budget laws that were passed back in the 70s and following what we call regular order to trim down big spending bills. Cut four. We've talked about doing it differently, and we've laid out a calendar for next year to be able to bring all 12 of the appropriations bills individually, debate each item separately, vote up or down based on the merits of what's in it, have real fiscal restraint, make agencies justify what they're doing with your hard-earned taxpayer dollars. See, that's the essence, and that's what we used to do. In fact, one year we got it done following the Budget Act, what, Budget Act of 1973, Two types of committees in Congress, authorizing committees who say we ought to spend this money and the appropriations committee that says, yeah, we are going to spend the money. But the way it works, you have 12 separate appropriations bills, and that's the way it's supposed to be done. But way back, starting uh, definitely with Obama, never was done. It's not being done with Biden, and they're loading it up again. Get ready for another ominous omnibus bill ahead but you hear steve scalise saying the right thing the republican run house is going to follow the law imagine that hey here's a helpful hint when you're outside the country you better follow the laws of the country you're visiting how about that Brittany griner wnba star Played for the Phoenix Mercury, so she's kind of one of our hometown faves out here in the desert. But uh, found that, uh, that what was it, that the cannabis in a vape canister in a cartridge? So those cannabis oils uh, greased the skids, and she was in the slammer in Russia. And she'd been there for a long time. Ten months, but just in time for Christmas. 
Old Joe Biden works a swap. And boy, did they have it set up today in the Oval Office. There's a Kamala, or Kamala, however you pronounce the vice president's name. And there is the spouse, the wife of Brittany Griner, Sherelle Griner. And they're all smiles and they're happy. And old Joe tweets, well, actually, his staff tweets out, moments ago I spoke to Brittany Griner. She is safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. Great. Now, the problem is, you can read more about it at toddstarns.com. When Brittany Griner played for the American Olympic team in 2016, the gold medal winning team, she refused to be on the floor for the national anthem. Sure wasn't going to stand up for the national anthem. I wonder if she'll stand up when she gets home. And, and just one other thing. When I heard about this, don't get me wrong, I'm happy about it. But we gave up Victor Boot, the merchant of death, the arms dealer. Now that he's back with Putin, and this guy went to the slammer in the United States because he was engineering arm swabs to kill Americans. What do you think this guy is going to do when he gets in Vladimir Putin's orbit, huh? What do you think's going to happen? I got a good idea. He's going to go out and find arms for Russians to kill uh, Ukrainians and American money. Billions are going to Ukraine. Good, bad, or indifferent, you got to know, hey, this ain't right. Meantime, uh, an American veteran is still stuck in Russian prisons, Paul Whelan. He ain't out yet. He was not a spy, but he's in the slammer. Know what it reminds me of? Bo Bergdahl. Remember the deserter? We gave up five terror masterminds. They're back at work for Al-Qaeda. That should give us all pause. Mercy. Back with Hour 2. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the Todd Starnes Show. It's just that you have recovering Congressman J.D. Hayworth of Arizona, so we'll call it the Liberty University Studio Southwest here in Scottsdale, Arizona. So good to be with you wherever you are, whatever you're doing. 
888-900-8868. The number to call. Uh, the House of Representatives is working. Yes, everybody's back. And they're trying to, uh, to take care of uh, something that is really important. Because the Constitution articulates it right there. If you, if you believe, as constitutional conservatives believe, as, as the guest who will join us later this hour believes, that our founding document is one of limited and enumerated powers as the late, great Howard Coble, my old buddy who represented uh, uh, my birthplace back in North Carolina, as Howard would say, well, good on you. Good on you. It's the way it's supposed to be. And the sad fact is you get people who think the Constitution is made out of silly putty and you can bend and shape and distort things, but... It's really simple. You you can take a look at the preamble. And our founders put in there, provide for the common defense. See, the first rule of government, even apart from the explicit constitutional mandate right there, the philosophical mission of government, the first duty is to protect the citizenry. A government's no good if it cannot protect its citizens. And so that's why on the floor of the House, the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, is such a big deal. Now let me, let me tell you what goes on in Washington about this time of year. And I mentioned fleetingly last hour that uh, back in the day when, uh, when Republicans are in charge, you've got to understand, when I went, this was really kind of wild. I was elected to Congress in 1994. If you're scoring at home, I was 36 years of age. Understand that Republicans had never or had not had a House majority in 40 years. Until I got there with about 73 other guys and ladies, we immodestly called ourselves the majority maker, majority makers, plural. Now, it's not exactly been a ping pong game, but a, but a couple of, uh, a couple of, uh, Situations have developed where uh, when the leadership changes, you think, oh, okay, now now Republicans are back in charge. Uh, until January, the Dems are in charge. Okay? So, especially in the, in the Senate, that means hijinks. There's a bill out there. Are, are you still reading a, a major daily newspaper? Are you still getting a print copy? I thought not. So there's a subsidy bill for the dying industry of major newspapers where your tax dollars are going to supposedly go and prop up the newspaper industry. Over in the Senate, they were trying to sneak, not so much sneak, but include that bill in this larger defense act. That's why this time of year they call things like that a Christmas tree. When we have our special guest, Congressman Barry Loudermilk, later 
this hour. We'll talk to him, see if there are any similar tricks going on in the house with Christmas trees, with other stuff they're trying to get in this bill that is less than desirable from a conservative point of view. But right now, I am so excited. Uh, because you heard me mention in passing that I'm a native North Carolinian, and I'm so glad that Matt is calling in from the old North State on the talk station. Hey, Matt, welcome to the Todd Starn Show. Hello, J.D. We talked about a year and a half ago several times. Yes, sir. Good to renew the acquaintance. Oh, yeah, absolutely. When I heard you, you were on today, well, I was going to call anyway, but when I heard you were on, I was very impressed. Well, thank you, and, uh, and I'm impressed that you would pick up the phone and give me a call. What's on your mind? What's on my mind is uh, Biden yesterday in Arizona, as I told Grace Baker, uh, goes to Arizona and doesn't visit the border, and it's an insult to all Americans. That's my point. This is a talk station, by the way. Yes, sir. And, 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 and also, I just talked to a friend of mine down the street who's going to come see me soon. And he said, well, that's because the, the people making the car chips, the chips for the cars, whatever, the chip factory. And um, he said, that's because they paid them more. No, they didn't. We're paying them. Every American, it's an insult, J.D. Every American's paying Biden to protect this country, and he doesn't care. It's disgusting. It's worthy of impeachment, in my opinion. And I'd like to hear the, uh, your uh, impression of uh, Bill Clinton in passing and, and as we part. Well, I tell you what, Matt, bless your heart. I'm so glad you called. Now, you know, you, you might think uh, that uh, I don't get along with mean old Republicans, but some of them I do when they come to see my way. So I appreciate that call, Matt. So there's a little Clinton for you. Uh, I'm not going to try to imitate Biden, but you mentioned what uh, what old Joe ta- uh, said when questions were shouted out to him as he was getting on Marine One to go out to Joint Base Andrews and get on Air Force One and come to the Grand Canyon State, uh, it was uh, young brother Peter Ducey of Fox News saying, hey, you're going to Arizona, why aren't you visiting the border? Here's the way uh, the current occupant at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue answered that question. Cut five. Because more important things going on. They're going to invest billions of dollars in a new enterprise. Uh, more important things going on. Uh, that's vi- billions of dollars in a new enterprise. Hey, Joe, while you've opened up the borders and the cartels backed by your curious associates or your son's curious associates in China... Have it all going on with the Mexican cartels importing fentanyl, bringing it into the United States. Boy, they're investing billions of dollars there. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad to see semiconductors coming to the USA, US of A to be built here. But, Joe, let's just, let's be honest about it, pal. You don't care about the border. That, that, that that's it. Check that. Let me let me rephrase it. Joe cares about an open border. Joe is very happy to see what is going on in terms of keeping that border wide open 
and bringing in more and more illegals. See, we just went through an election, and everybody's talking about, hey, Republicans are pretty good at campaigning, but Democrats are great at distributing ballots. Well, in the old days, we talked about in politics, and let me tip the cap to columnist Selwyn Duke. He put it this way masterfully years ago. He said, yeah, political operations both sides of the aisle used to be get out the vote. That's changed. The Democrats want to bring in want to bring in the vote, a whole new vote of illegal aliens to whom they will give amnesty. Now I'm going to talk about that more tomorrow. But that's what's going on. And there's been a Faustian compact between so-called conservatives and uh, and the leftists. The, the anything-for-money crowd, they say, yeah, give us those workers. We don't have time to, to have them actually follow immigration law. Just, just, just let them in. Because, see, we can hire them more cheaply than we can hire American citizens. So we can undercut wages. And what else we'll do? Shoot, we're not going to give them health insurance. They're going to be medically indigent, so we're going to put them on the public dole. And so, the so-called, well, no, they're not so-called, really, the anything-for-money crowd claiming to be conservative says, give us that cheap labor. The left says, give us cheap votes. There's nothing cheap about this at all. It is costly. It is going to cost you and me not only out of our pocketbooks, but our national security, our collective security, your personal security, mark my words, I wrote about it 15 years ago in the book Whatever It Takes. I prayed that I was wrong, but I wasn't wrong about it. And when you and I get together tomorrow, I will let you in on something that ain't exactly lame duck about this lame duck session of Congress And it's coming straight from the United States Senate. So there's that to look forward to tomorrow. Uh, This hour, we still await the arrival of Congressman Barry Loudermilk. And look, I've been there, done that. You're legislating, you're meeting with folks, and you're trying to find time to make the call. I have no doubt Congressman Loudermilk will get in touch with us. But right now... Why don't we take a break and let me invite you to check in as well. 844-747-8868. J.D. for Todd on the Todd Starnes Radio Program. Because they're more important than going on. They're going to invest billions of dollars in a new enterprise. It was worth hearing again from two days ago. Old Joe Biden leaving the White House, getting on Marine One. Out in the cold and the rain's got a little umbrella. Peter Ducey says, hey, you're going to Arizona. Why not visit the border? And there you heard old Joe. More important things. So in, in, in case you haven't figured it out here. Joe's concern about the border is only keeping it open. And he sends, and I'm sorry, 
But there's no other way to describe this dude. He sends up the bald-headed rat, the secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. And that guy just lies through his teeth. You know, back when I wrote my book, Whatever It Takes, and it's still available, holds up pretty well. When I wrote that book a decade and a half ago, I pointed out what our Constitution says. You and I were talking about this earlier. The Constitution, a document of limited and enumerated powers. And there it is. I think Article 4, maybe Article 6. But it's in there. Here's what it says. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government. Let me pause there. It's small r. Republican, meaning a republic, a nation and a governmental system based on law. Let me pick it up again, go straight through. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a republican form of government and shall protect each against invasion. I said there's an invasion underway on our southern border. And despite the best efforts of the 45th president, one Donald John Trump, the wrong kind of bipartisanship, in my opinion, from Bush 1 to Hobel Clinton to George W. to Barack Hussein Obama, who invented a whole new thing. Oh yeah, Hollywood guys, we'll call, we'll call people dreamers and we'll confuse the whole issue. They're not, they're not, they're dreamers. And then Trump gave us a four-year respite, and here's old Joe with a wide-open border. The other thing about it, you know, Washington comes up with this mythical figure, 11 million. Man, there were closer to 40 million illegal people in the United States. Listen to Charles Payne the other day on the Fox Business Network, Cut 6. Everyone's bracing for this thing to be exponentially worse, but it's hard to even fathom. Are you, do you think we've gotten to the point now where these numbers are so mind-boggling that, that they don't even have the same sort of impact, the same sort of punch anymore? It's like 2 million here, 70,000 there. It's just, it, it's just the numbers have gotten so big, they, they don't even shock us anymore. Uh, thanks for asking, Charles. Let me answer the question for you, pal. It's not that the numbers aren't shocking. It's just that, with the exception of Fox News and my old TV employer, Newsmax, and One America News, and then a couple of other conservative TV outlets, the the Alphabet Networks and their cable cousins don't cover it except as a, quote, humanitarian disaster. It should be concern number one because it deals with our national security, with our economic security, and with the security of the nation enduring. Ronald Reagan famously said, a nation that does not secure its borders will soon cease to be a nation. Now, coming up, I just want to clue you in. You may not find this a surprise, but there's a there's a bipartisan bunch 
at least two right now, but I think it's more. There was a working group commissioned last April with Republican senators from Texas and uh, North Carolina and Democrats from Illinois and California. Oh, Mitch McConnell and Chuckle Schumer put together this working group It was an immigration task force. Well, now, the Senate being the Senate, there's the Republican from North Carolina who's caught in some sort of Karl Rove time warp who thinks that that, uh, the the way you handle this thing is, uh, yeah, let's bring in all the cheap labor our business guys want. And, oh, yeah, they're going to vote Democrat. Well, that's okay. I'm sorry to say that that misguided Republican is still at work. But he's been joined in this effort, not by Democratic senators in Illinois or in California. No, no, no. A Democrat senator from Arizona. And so I'm going to lay this all out for you today. Barry Loudermilk, little scheduling snafu, he'll join us tomorrow. We'll get the whole word from him on what's happening on Capitol Hill with that National Defense Authorization Act. But when we come back, it's crucial to our national security, your personal security. It's actually having a border enforced. And a couple of senators are working. minutes past the hour the recovering congressman jd hayworth in for todd starnes on the eponymously named todd starnes show number to call 844-747-8868 and speaking of making a call now more than ever you know it's really important to support companies and organizations that share our values Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. Patriot not only shares our beliefs, but they actually do something about it. Because Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every dollar to organizations that fight for the causes you care about. Switch to Patriot Mobile right now. Use promo code, that's promo code, Todd, T-O-double-D, to get free activation and a free gift. That's the way you can switch with promo code Todd. Patriot Mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage, using the same towers the other carriers use. They have plans to fit any budget, along with great discounts for our veteran and first responder heroes, as well as multi-line users. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com forward slash Todd, T-O-double-D, or call their U.S.-based consumer customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. 
That's 972-P-A-T-R-I-O-T. Get your special discount and free premier activation by using promo code TOD. Do you detect a certain theme there? Promo code TOD, T-O-D-D. For more details, visit PatriotMobile.com slash T-O-D-D. That's PatriotMobile.com forward slash Todd. Or call 972-P-A-T-R-I-O-T. That's 972-PATRIOT. And now... It's time to share with you J.D.'s written word turned into spoken word. You see, a very perceptive Arizona publisher reached out to me about a year ago and said, J.D., you really should write. Yeah, you've written a book, but you ought to write a weekly column. And so I've started that because, truth be told, I'm, I'm not much on crossword puzzles. But the challenge of taking my expansive knowledge and uh, offering it in more succinct, logical, clear fashion, well, it is a wonderful challenge each week to write a column. And the column I've written this week, you're getting a sneak preview. Because it it has to do with what I was telling you about before the break. Which is a very sad story from my point of view about the United States Senate and the Democrats still running the House as they will until the first week in January. Not being lame ducks. But like... uh, Well, I know you have a gaggle of geese, but I I don't know uh, what you would call, would mongoose, pluralized, be mongeese? Would that be a, I don't think it'd be a a gaggle of mongeese, I think it'd just be a whole mess of mongooses. And anyway, uh, these mongooses are cornered. And they interpret the vote against them as like a cobra, and so they're getting nasty. Let me wax historic to begin this little story for you. It was ex-FCC Chairman Newton H. Menno, who famously called television a a vast wasteland in the early 1960s. But history also recalls that during that decade, the television networks consistently aired programs with a singular holiday theme during one special week in the month of December. And that practice continued through the rest of the 20th century. Christmas shows transformed the old black and white sets from a wasteland into a winter wonderland, and the Yuletide programming intensified as viewers started watching newly purchased televisions that received a splendiferous signal in living color. And not just Christmas specials for the kids featuring Charlie Brown, Rudolph, and Frosty, nor those aimed at an older demographic, 
with Bing Crosby, Bob Hope, and Perry Como. No, no, I'm talking about regularly scheduled primetime shows, regardless of genre, from Bonanza to Bewitched to Dragnet. Those shows and a whole bunch more featured one episode each year with a Christmas theme. Not so with The Invaders. Producer Quinn Martin's science fiction series about an alien race from outer space taking over planet Earth just didn't lend itself to silver bells, sleigh rides, or chestnuts roasting on an open fire. But now, in late 2022, a long-form Christmas reality series may very well be in production. The theme is not science fiction, but political science. And it's airing on C-SPAN 2, the home channel of the United States Senate. With apologies to the late Quinn Martin, call it The New Invaders, a Christmas gift. Starring in this production is Arizona's own Democrat Senator Kirsten Sinema. Though her costume designer may hope otherwise, Cinema will probably not challenge Senate decorum by wearing a daringly styled suit befitting a provocative Santa's helper. But make no mistake, Arizona's now senior senator is actively involved as a political provocateur. Why, she's even teamed up with a co-star. Senator Tom Tillis, Republican of North Carolina, and together they hope to turn the world's greatest deliberative body into a rapid delivery guest fulfillment center. Or check that, gift fulfillment center. Yes, like a pair of over-caffeinated elves surrounded by empty Red Bull cans, they're hurriedly cobbling together controversial legislation that heretofore has been unable to clear the world's most exclusive club in the spirit, or should that be spirits, of Senators past, P-A-S-T, and also past, P-A-S-S-E-D, what you and I are about to see is another pass at amnesty for illegal aliens. And this time, this time, Amid the holiday rush and a rash of Republican Senate retirements, it could very well be successful. Now, your not-so-humble guest host predicted back in April that something like this would happen right about now, toward the conclusion of this Congress. But the quartet of senators who were part of Mitch McConnell's working group back then Democrats from Illinois and California and uh, Republican John Cornyn of Texas teamed up with this North Carolinian of all those folks. Only Tillis remains part of this. But again, he's been joined by the aforementioned Kirsten Cinema, who's feeling political heat back home even as the weather cools in Arizona. You see, with widespread speculation that cinema could face a spirited challenge in next year's Democrat primary, 
Kirsten has opted to strut her thigh-high boots along a path once shuffled by the wingtips of Dennis D. Cassini and the late John McCain. In August, there was Kirsten's high-stake horse trading, insisting on language in the wildly misnamed Inflation Reduction Act that shielded well-heeled investors from a carried interest tax increase. The language was added, cinema voted aye, and her advocacy carried another kind of interest from the investment community, one that bolstered her campaign war chest to the tune of $1.5 million. With those political greenbacks in the bank, it's now time for Kirsten to get back to her grassroots on the left and lavish attention on this long-held priority. Of course, Amnesty also has boosters who claim to be conservatives like Tom Tillis. Namely, it's that anything-for-money crowd willing to sacrifice our collective national security and what's left of any middle-class financial security, all the while shouting, It's the free market at work! No, it's not the free market. It's a market distortion that floods the workplace with cheap labor and depresses wages for the law-abiding. But Senator Sinema's sole focus is political, since the bill will bolster Joe Biden's efforts to erase the southern border and will result in millions of cheap votes for the left, which would help Democrats achieve their dream of one-party political dominance for at least 75 years. Maybe that's why Barack Obama referred to a special class of illegals as dreamers a decade ago. Dreamers, yeah, illegals brought here as children. With a little help from Hollywood, the left redefined an illegal act. Now, Cinema and Tillis claim that their amnesty is only for dreamers. But it will be a nightmare to enforce, and I don't think the Biden bunch is going to enforce it at all. Sum it up with this. Tom, who spells it T-H-O-M, as the H stands for, have you written a check to my campaign yet? And Kirsten, as in cinema, have cobbled together a Christmas gift. Not to you, but illegals. And then again, on further reflection, I guess you could say it is to, uh, to you and me, too. You see, the net result of all their labors, if in fact they enact this amnesty, America will truly become a vast wasteland. When we come back, your calls at 844-747-8868. Somebody from Georgia just ready to give me the lowdown on the incumbent and, sad to say, victorious Senator Warnock. That's ahead. Won't you stay here? Hope you will. It's J.D. for Todd on the Todd Starn Show. Eight four four seven four seven eight eight six eight. The number to call on the Todd Starn Show. That's the number. 
Joseph dialed up. He's checking in from Georgia, listening on WDUN Gainesville. Hey, Joseph, welcome to the program. Thank you, J.D. I really appreciate your program today. Thank you, and, sir. Uh, and I wanted to chat about our Reverend Raphael Warnock, the senior pastor of the Ebenezer Baptist Church of Atlanta. The uh, Ebenezer Baptist, yeah, that's that's the church that uh, Martin Luther King's uh, senior and junior pastored. Correct? Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. Well, he gave a sermon one Sunday about how all whites are supremacists. And apparently he missed the scripture that Jesus said to love your neighbor as yourself. I thought that was unusual for the senior pastor. In addition to that, his wife came on to say that he had run over her foot in an argument showing that he was a wife abuser, a spousal abuser, and a hypocrite. Uh, Of course, we know what a hypocrite is, right? A, A pretender. He pretends to be kind and loving, apparently. He also says... Hey, I'm a pro-abortionist pastor. Really? That's interesting. That means he wants the ladies to run a, you know, brought up their vagina into their uterus, killing the baby. And God says not to kill his image by killing another human being. I don't know whether Raphael read that in the Bible or not, but he should have. That makes him what? An antichrist, a false teacher, a heretic, a charlatan, a divider? And he's going to the U.S. Senate. I was going to say, sadly, uh, the people of Georgia have made him a full-term United States senator. Whatever he thinks about infants uh, surviving a full-term pregnancy, uh, Reverend Raphael is Senator Warnock for the next six years. So that's a mighty tough proposition, is it not? It is, and he has misled his entire congregation, let alone half of the voters here in Georgia. Now, I've got a question for you, J.D. $400 million was spent on this campaign with Democrats and Republicans. The Democrats spent $35 million in mass ads falsely portraying Herschel Walker as an attacker of a woman, misogynist, etc. I wonder, i got to ask you, how much is a Senate seat worth? A half a billion dollars? Well, it is a growth industry. Yeah, I I take you back to just just look how the costs have gone up. And and, uh, when I was running, uh, the late John McCain in the Republican primary, uh, it's interesting what happens in politics. Uh, All's fair as long as it's legal. And there was a loophole in campaign finance. So so John went (laughs) and bless his heart, he took... $20 Twenty million. The the remaining uh, taxpayer matched funds in the uh, presidential campaigns that both parties get that tax tax check off. He he took that twenty million, coupled it with the ten million he raised as uh, the incoming chairman of the Senate Armed Services Committee, and he spent thirty million to my three million. Well, as you see, that's now chump change. And the sad oh, yeah. fact is, in Georgia, the sad fact is, in Georgia, as you well know, Joseph. Uh, especially in this runoff, Herschel and the Republicans were outspent three to one. So I'll let you do the math, the extrapolation. And that doesn't mention all the, in essence, in-kind donations from television news coverage that seems to enshrine Democrat talking points as the gospel truth. So when you're a Republican, you're always running uphill. And it's just sad that uh, the lieutenant governor, the Republican, 
old Jeff Duncan was just so troubled that he could not bring himself to vote for the Republican nominee. Joseph, I appreciate your call. God bless you. Keep listening on WDUN there in Gainesville and its environs. I know that area. It's a good place, and I appreciate Joseph's call. Coming back next hour, I'll get ready. Brittany Griner's case, you and I touched on it first hour. I told you it reminded me, at least in terms of the swap, with what happened with that deserter of our military, Bo Bergdahl. Special guest to talk about that. And what is this about American Girl, the doll makers with body image? Stay tuned. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride. Mercy, where does the time go already? The start of our third and final hour, friendly amendment to that professional introduction. Uh, This program today, at least with this particular guest host, originates from what we'll call Liberty University Studio Southwest. In Scottsdale, Arizona, it's recovering United States Congressman J.D. Hayworth in for Todd Starnes. And I am very pleased to be joined on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line by Chaplain David Giamona, United States Army Colonel Retired. He's an end-time expert, scholar, author, writer, and speaker. The colonel retired from the Army in June of 2018 after 32 years of military service. And he knows whereof he speaks uh, because the good colonel has written, or is the co-author of the book, The Military Guide to Disarming Deception. Battlefield Tactics to Expose the Enemy's Lies and Triumph in Truth. Chaplain David Giamona, welcome to the program, sir. It's great to have you here. J.D., it's such a great honor to be with you today. I look forward to speaking with you. Well, we've got plenty of things going on, and uh, one of the major stories that Americans awakened to was this exchange where the U.S. of A. gave up the arms merchant nicknamed, uh, not a very pleasant name, the Merchant of Death. He's headed back to Vladimir Putin and the Russians in exchange for WNBA basketball star Brittany Griner. Now look, all Americans, regardless of political disagreements, there was some unpleasantness with Brittany at the Olympics. She wouldn't stand for the national anthem. But I think Americans obviously want Americans back home. David, what should we learn uh, or what's behind the one-for-one swap? Because we've got a uh, an ex-service member languishing behind bars in Russia right now, too, don't we? That's correct, Wayland. Uh, so um, the Russians have been maneuvering for a long time to get Victor Bout, the merchant of death, back to Russia. He's a critical asset and so much as we want an american to be released and i have no problem in uh, getting her released grainer but the fact of the matter is we've just released one of the world's deadliest criminals 
terrorists and arch villains that should never be allowed to be in public because in, in the long run, he's going to kill thousands, tens of thousands more people with arms and, and the deals that he is making. So, um, you know, much as I want uh, Griner to be released, uh, I think it was a terrible mistake to release Victor Bout right now. And But the Russians got their way. They've been plotting this for a long time. They knew what they had in Griner, and uh, and they're not releasing Whalen uh, the Marine uh, for other reasons, because they're holding him for other uh, hostages they want get released in the United States. Again, our guest, uh, retired Colonel David Giamona, uh, who uh, was a chaplain in the armed services, the co-author of The Military Guide to Disarming Deception, Battlefield Tactics to Expose the Enemy's Lies and Triumph in Truth. He joins us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, uh, Chaplain, a c- couple other things at work here. I have to confess, and I was uh, talking earlier about the fact when I heard about the circumstances of this swap, I flashed back since some call this the O Biden administration mm-hmm. with uh, Barack Obama still taking, to put it diplomatically, an active interest, uh, to put it perhaps more realistically, helping to pull the strings for old Joe. This reminded me of the Bo Bergdahl situation. Now, given the fact that you're a, a, a colonel, spent 32 years in the United States Army, uh, Bo Bergdahl, his circumstances of desertion, and who did Obama swap out for this one deserter? Well, I'll tell you this, J.D., that I actually met Bergdahl and was very familiar, and I knew the the general that was in charge of the prosecution and the team. And again, you know, we're making serious mistakes uh, in these exchanges with uh, foreign agents and foreign Ru- in Russia and uh, others because uh, we're least releasing uh, criminals, terrorists, organized thugs into the world for exchange for uh, well, a. a uh, a WNBA uh, star and a uh, a traitor to our country, Bergdahl. So uh, the trades are not even, uh, and they're not good trades. And we have to be very, very careful here because um, the Russians know, the terrorists know, the Taliban know, uh, all these terrorists know that if they get the right person then uh, they and kidnap them, then we're going to give up and give them whatever they want. And it's not a good deal for the United States. It's going to come back to bite us uh, in so many ways. It's unfathomable. Uh, the date, the detainees, uh, Guatemala Bay is what you're referring to. Another fiasco. We released some of the most haunted, vaulted terrorists in the world. Uh, and uh, that was a mistake. And we've caught some uh, killing people again. So on and on it goes. We're making terrible diplomatic decisions decisions uh, in light of public pressure to get these people back. You mentioned the detention facility at Gedmo, Guantanamo Bay. Of course, right. what what happened with uh, Bergdahl, the swap, five top terrorists sent over to uh, Qatar, or 
right. however you want to pronounce it, Gutter, Qatar, where, where they're having the World Cup now, but all five of those guys, they were initially going to go to what? The political office of Al-Qaeda. They're farmed out, and they're doing their terror thing. And then you had a distinction. That the most unfortunate thing I think we saw with our involvement in what maybe history will call Gulf War II in Iraq and Afghanistan post 9-11 was this, this carve-out of constitutional rights for enemy combatants where you have the spectacle at Gitmo of uh, adhering to all the theological requirements uh, of Islam for those who were detained, you mentioned the fact we let a lot of those people go, whether with swaps or misguided beneficence or perhaps court actions taken by American lawyers uh, using their intellect to free terrorists. I'm just interested in these trends. Are we absolutely, have we lost our minds? Why this distinction of granting to non-citizen enemy combatants constitutional rights enjoyed by American citizens. Well, i got to tell you, the, the Biden administration, number one, as you know and your listeners know, they don't know what they're doing. Um, and, and I don't see in the future that they will be knowing what they're doing. they got their own set of problems. But the priority has to remain the safety of, of the American people, and they're they're making political points and decisions because it looks good in the optics, but the lo- in the long run, like these five terrorists, they're already killing people around the world, and we let them go for the optics of it. Yeah, so I understand we want to get Americans uh, back, uh, and rightfully so, and we should use all we can, but to trade, um, you know, terrorists, killers, merchants of death, this trend that you're talking about, for uh, exchange for what? You know, some of these things, as you know in history, can lead to world wars, World War One, World War Two. Uh, all you have to do is release the right people at the right time, uh, assassinate the right person, and all, you know, you know, all the Hades is released on the world. So we have to be very, very careful. Yes, if I was her parent, I'd be glad and happy to have her home. But at the same time, you know, uh, we have to look at the greater good, the great majority of Americans. We're not keeping them safe by doing these kinds of things just to gain favor and political points. Final question for David Giamona, retired United States Army colonel, a chaplain about the business of the Lord in also providing our national security. David, if I'm not mistaken, your last uh, posted duty was in San Antonio, not too far from the border. Correct. What, when you talk about political convenience as opposed to national security, what awaits us on the border? Do you expect the uh, ongoing invasion to continue? Well, what people don't realize, or hopefully they're waking up to the fact that when you have open borders like that, it's just not uh, those uh, poor people that want to come across. We're uh, terrorists, have it already been caught on the border. They can come through. Drugs have come through. And you have to ask the question in the Biden administration, 
Why do they want open borders? What is the purpose of having the United States? Do, do you go to Biden's house or Nancy Pelosi's house or any of these? They have secure houses. They have people around them with guns. And, and they're trying to tell us it's okay to have open borders because they want to have political favor with those who might vote Democratic. Uh, we are losing our minds in this country and voting in the wrong people at the wrong time in the wrong place. Well, we had the right guest at the right time for the right reasons. Again, having joined us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, Colonel Chaplin, United States Army retired, David Giamona. David, thank you for your insights and your time. We really appreciate your analysis and sharing it with us today. Hey, J.D., thank you so much. Anytime, anyplace. God bless. And bless you, sir. So you heard from the good colonel, the chaplain, who knows the good book, who's an expert on end times. Are we headed there? You look at the headlines. You look at the unrest. Even as pleased as we are to get back Brittany Griner, political uh, disagreements notwithstanding, getting Americans home can be good, but you heard the good colonel outline. Now, does this just mean, again, it's open season on Americans abroad? Not only Russia, other countries say, yeah, yeah, this guy, he broke our laws. Go into the slammer. And Uncle Sam giving up enemies who should be kept off the battlefield and kept out of their deadly line of work? It happened with Bo Bergdahl back during the Obama administration. Bergdahl later, uh, later convicted of desertion. Americans died trying to get him back. He comes back in exchange for five Al-Qaeda terrorists. They're back to killing. What's wrong with this picture and what awaits us in the future? 844-747-8868. That's the number to call. It's J.D. for Todd on the Todd Starnes Radio Program. This is the Todd Starnes Show. Obviously, this isn't Todd Starnes. Former United States Congressman J.D. Hayworth of Arizona with you. My thanks to David Giamona, just joined us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line to talk about the swap. Brittany Griner, great WNBA basketball player, coming back to the U.S. of A. But we handed Russia the infamous arms dealer nicknamed the Merchant of Death. How do you think that's going to work out, huh? And, of course, it's more than these types of foreign policy decisions where we're happy to get Americans back, but giving up those who can empower terrorists and enemies of this country? Mighty tough. Of course, in addition to what happens with the um, with with uh, geopolitics, 
you take a look here at home and the culture wars. And it's very interesting. Uh, you, you won't find this surprising. The, the University of Chicago is starting a seminar course next semester. I believe the title is What's Wrong with Whiteness? And it's the whole deal about uh, white privilege and all the attendant hoo-ha. One recent U of Chicago graduate, Evita Duffy, was on the Fox News Channel the other day talking about her alma mater, talking about the transition from education to indoctrination and basically how institutions of higher learning are promoting racism. Take a listen to Cut 7. It's actually a problem of a deficit in middle-of-the-road and conservative professors at American universities. As when I, I graduated last year, if I wanted to find a left-wing course and take that course, very easy. If I wanted to take a course from a professor who was just going to sort of pr- present a bunch of different arguments, we were going to debate them, we were going to talk about them, we were going to work through them, it's, it's very difficult to find professors like that because conservative and middle-of-the-road professors have been either weeded out or they've been bullied into silence on college campuses. And I think it's a real disservice to the American education system. It's a real disservice to Americans, uh, to the Americans' education system, but it's a real disservice to American students. Now, granted, I am growing up. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, today's uh, students would say I was in college back in the year one. Not exactly, uh, but you can do the math if you want to. Anyway... When I majored in liberal arts at North Carolina State University at Raleigh, I was a double major in speech communication and political science. It was liberal in the classic sense. Yes, I had professors who were old-style liberals, but the notion was, as Evita Duffy was was talking about rather than laying out different arguments and having a discussion and going through the academic rigor of defending your decisions, now what we are seeing is a type of dogmatic leftist representation depriving students of the full width and breadth of intellectual disagreements and different points of view. And so, yes, with a seminar course at the University of Chicago, what's wrong with whiteness? Mercy, I I think we ought to change it to what's wrong with higher education, what's wrong with education in general, and it is that education has been replaced with indoctrination. We are not seeing true free speech. We are not seeing true free intellectual thought. Instead, we are seeing intimidation and isolation and oppression. Mercy, that is B.A.D. bad. More evidence of the culture wars when we come back. It's
The Todd Starnes Show continues. You know, you all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of my pillow, wants to give back to you as you're counted among the devoted listeners of this fine program right now. My pillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, their six piece towel set, even offering an extended 60 day money back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th, through Christmas Day, will now have an extended money back guarantee all the way till March 1st. The bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.98, and believe me, when I say you will get a great night's sleep between those sheets. Their six-piece towel set made with USA cotton comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, typically retailed at $89.98, now just $39.98 with the promo code. You know what the promo code is? S-T-A-R-N-E-S, Starnes. A limited supply. Be sure to order now. 1-800-839-8506. Or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. And again, use that promo code. S-T-A-R-N-E-S starts. Now, can I spell out something else for you? The universal truth that Humor can point out obvious folly. And sure enough, now I don't, I don't know if uh, <laughs> we feature Greg Gutfield all that much uh, during this program. Because Greg is somewhat irreverent about a variety of subjects, but last night he was irreverent in a way that told us a story about, well, there's no way to sugarcoat it, cultural rot involving young ladies growing up in America all the way from single digits to the double digits of of their teen years. Take a listen to Greg Gutfield, of all people, last night on Gutfeld. Quote, if you haven't gone through puberty yet, the doctor might offer medicine to delay your body's changes, giving you more time to think about your gender identity. If you don't have an adult you trust, there are organizations that can help you. But what about shaving your armpits? Well, that you need parental consent for. Quote, removing hair is a very personal choice, and you should only do it if it feels right for your body. And after talking to a parent. So shaving your pits, talking to your parents, removing your junk, talk to an organization. Yeah, uh, Greg points out what's going on with a new book that is being distributed by an American girl, a girl's guidebook called A Smart Girl's Guide, Body Image Book, and it is, as Greg pointed out, uh, if if you have feelings of sexual confusion in terms of your gender, go seek out an organization. But when it comes to grooming habits, ask your parents. Oh, mercy. With this kind of stuff going on, it was very important for us to find the right person to talk about. 
And we have her now on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line. Let's welcome Patty Garraway, the founder and executive director of the national character organization American Heritage Girls. Patty, welcome to the program. What do you make of American Girl, the doll maker, uh, suddenly going into this trans controversy? Mm. Hi, J.D. It's good to be with you, and um, always a pleasure to be on the show. Well, number one, this isn't a sudden thing, unfortunately. Um, in 1998, Mattel purchased the American Girl Doll Company from Pleasant Roland, who had created this wonderful generational doll set and book sets um, that my kids and my grandkids have enjoyed for years, but no more. No more. You know, pretty soon us Christians aren't going to be able to buy a balloon thing in this country because we've got to put our money where our mouth is. Now, here's the deal. The American Girl Dolls last year launched a doll, and they had to include in their books that this doll, Kira, had two gay aunts. Now, why was that necessary to have in the book? Well, it was necessary enough for me not to buy Kira for my granddaughter because I saw what they were starting to push. Now, this started in 1998 when Mattel bought them out. And again, remember, the Girl Scouts, the premier character development program for girls that has been around since 1912, also has a very similar, if not more aggressive agenda than the doll company American Girl. And that happened back in 1993. Today, transgender scouts are allowed in Girl Scouts. And apparently, transgenders are welcome in the American Girl pink stores that are found throughout this nation. You know, American Girl is iconic. Like I said, my granddaughters have them. My daughters had them. But no more. They are trying to have girls ages 3 to 12 come into those pretty little pink mansions and come and buy these expensive dolls. And then if you want to add something else to their curricula, to their academia, buy one of these, quote, smart guides to body image. And this book is is just reeks of what the Girl Scouts have been doing for years. So for me, unfortunately, J.D., this was not a surprise. This was what was happening to our girls and our boys across the nation. And we've got to say enough is enough. Our guest, Patty Garibay, the founder and executive director of the National Character Development Organization, American Heritage Girls. Patty, as you were tracing the genesis of this um, th- this notion of a girl's guidebook uh, pushing transgender puberty blockers, I-, I could not help but reflect back when you mentioned what went on with the Girl Scouts. And uh, this prompted you, I know, to uh, to uh, help found American Heritage Girls. So you have taken action, and we've seen another course of action to promote traditional values, to promote faith in God, to uh, be unapologetic toward being professing Christians. What is it that corporate America believes it must profess now? You mentioned Mattel, and I was thinking, of course, yeah, they bought out American Girl, but you know, Patty, I remember when I was a kid, Hot Wheels from Mattel, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we saw we saw Mattel bow and scrape to the Chinese when our own mm-hmm. consumer protection people in the United States said, wait a minute, these uh, Hot Wheels cars manufactured in China are coming back with lead-based paint that's a health hazard. It wasn't Mm. Mattel saying, gee, we're sorry about that. 
they were apologizing to the Chinese. What has happened in our corporate suites uh, in this country and around the world when it comes to these uh, these issues? Well, you know, Mattel, just like Disney, should really feel the wrath of this. That they don't understand their clientele, particularly in the American Girl, you know, area, because that is. Typically, conservative Christian people are buying those dolls right and left because they love the values that they taught within the books. But did you know that most recently they had, Mattel also makes the Barbie doll, as you know, and um, they have a new Barbie tribute collection that features transvestite Laverne Cox in all her, her his glory. And this is another another feature that they have have shown. So I wasn't surprised to see Mattel. I wasn't surprised to see American Girl because I had seen this this ant thing, and I know they had other controversial books. But here's the thing. What are we going to do about it? You know, when I spoke out about Disney, and I would not buy anything more Disney, and I was very sorry to say my last trip to Disney World or Disneyland had happened when they did the, the all the stuff that they were doing to the kids. We've got to do that again here with, with the American Girls. I, I know that Ali Beth Stuckey has said she's returning her AG, her AG dolls and, and gifts that she had brought, bought for her daughters this Christmas. I want us to think about that. Your listeners need to think really long and hard. Our money does matter. Our money shows where we think there is worth, right? That's always been the way it is in America. Money means worth. Is this worthwhile? Is this something that we want to continue to promote? And so I, I really encourage your listeners to consider, why not put your money where things are good, where values are clean, where we are trying to shine light, where we are aligned with scripture. American Heritage Girls is here for that. We are here for parents. As a matter of fact, rather than having a, quote, smart girl's guide to body image, which I think is ironic, by the way, how to love yourself, live life to the fullest, and celebrate all kinds of bodies. I'm adding this, except for the one you have, by Mel Hammond. Um, we need to look at this at, at AmericanHeritageGirls.org. You visit our website. You can get a free e-guide to a Raising Godly Girls Guide to Gender and Identity how to help your daughter celebrate her biblical femininity, how to have the discussion about gender and identity. They read the American Girl book. They're going to know all about cisgender, non-binary, and all the rest of these crazy words. But you know what? You can learn about them, too, as parents through our guide so that you're well prepared to have this discussion before Mattel or American Girl or anyone else does. And again, the website for more information, Patty, is? AmericanHeritageGirls.org. Patty Garibay, founder and executive director of the National Character Development Organization, American Heritage Girls. Patty, we thank you so much for your time. And I thank you, J.D. Nape. God bless you and your listeners, and Merry Christmas. Amen. You have a blessed Christmas, Patty, and thank you for joining us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker Line. So, you heard Patty, and, and you've heard the, the trite saying, go woke, go broke. Will that happen to American Girl? The once a, a historic and elaborate and expensive line of dolls deciding to push transgenderism on young girls. Here's a notion. Why don't we give a gift for Christmas? Why don't we restore to America's children their right to innocence? Think about that. Instead of all these efforts to rush headlong into sexualizing children, 
I think deceiving children. Why not just have a time out and understand the traditions of the difference between the age of legal majority, the age of consent, and growing up. Your thoughts welcomed. 844-747-8868 for Todd Starnes, Recovering Congressman J.D. Hayworth on the Todd Starnes Show. Heading down the home stretch on this edition of the Todd Stern Show, 844-747-8868. That's the number Bob called. He's listening to us in WDUN, Gainesville, Georgia. Hi, Bob. Hello there. You all right? Can I hear you? Can you hear me? I can, I can hear you fine, sir. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Uh, I want to tell you that uh, in the state of Georgia, and I did this research, and in the state of Georgia, there were 28 counties that voted Democrat. 17 of those 28 counties were predominantly black. So what I'm telling you, and the point is that we can't say this was a racial issue because both candidates were black. But what we can say is it's a Democratic-Republican issue, and they started way back long ago. I'm not sure exactly how old you are. I'm 78 years old, but I can remember when Linda Bain Johnson said this. If we can secure this act, we'll, we'll get the black vote for the Democrats forever. And they're voting Democratic because of this situation. It it bothers me that that's the case. But here's the thing. Last time in the Trump uh, uh, Trump, uh, Biden election, I looked at all the precincts in counties and and in multiple counties, multiple counties, referring to back what I've already talked about, the votes in a particular precinct would be like 2,846 for Biden, two for Trump. And that's where the situation is. And I'm going to say this. If you took away Metro Atlanta vote based on Democrat situations, the the Democrats in Georgia would never win an election. It's a Democratic issue based on the promises that the Democratic Party have given. Now, now, Pete, here's something I want you to understand. I, I'm an educated man. I have two advanced degrees. Now, let, let me tell you this. There's no doubt in my mind, on an educated mind, all the Democrats have done for, for the black people is traded the plantation of the South and placed, replaced it with an inner city. Now, all, all towns have inner cities. I don't care if it's a small town in Georgia or New York City. There's, a, there's an inner city where there's a lot of stuff being cheap and whatever it's a it's a pitiful situation where people want and we have black people voting for warnock and he advocates the murder of their population you know as well as i do that the majority of abortions in the state of georgia are performed on black people and black people vote for warnock because and he believes that and i don't know why they do well, it's the now same thing, and just and I appreciate your insight. But what I can recall, Bob, uh, in in uh, the South, I'm a North Carolinian by birth, Arizonan by the grace of God, and I can remember 
as late as 1980 at the, at the start of the age of Reagan, when I was about to get out of school, and I talked to my buddies, I said, no, no, I vote Democrat because my mom and daddy did. Yes, I understand what you have to say about, about LBJ and the alleged war on poverty and the Civil Rights Act and all of that, but really what, what Johnson did uh, was to uh, uh, subsidize illegitimacy the breakdown of the African-American family. We began the program, as you may recall, hearing from uh, uh, the senator when he was on uh, MSNBC and, of course, changing abortion into, quote, women's health, not talking about the issues you talked about. The point is well taken. The population centers in Atlanta and its environs Majority African American and people vote Democrat, not so much because of intellectual enlightenment, not even because of of uh, economic well being, but because of generational affiliation. And you talk to those folks, and again, it goes back to education. They wouldn't even know the Republican Party was founded to abolish slavery, and you get this this update uh, from always helpful Democrats saying that, well, conservative Republicans, they're just the segregationists of yesteryear. No, that's not true. But that's the kind of uh, piffle that is propagated upon the American people. Bob, I thank you very much for your call. Obviously, plenty going on. Tomorrow, among our guests, we will have one of, one of my pals from out here in Arizona, Andy Biggs. You've heard his name in relation to the race for speaker. Barry Loudermouk, the good gentleman from the 11th District of Georgia. And also, Jeremy Dyes joins us to talk about the Respect for Marriage Act. For Todd Starnes, J.D. Hayworth, stay brave, stay free, stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.